Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 14, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling, our AEW Dynamite post-show. As always, we're going to direct you to FightfulSelect.com. That's where you can get a bunch of exclusive news. But we're here right now talking AEW Dynamite. We got Alex Palowski. Alex, how you doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing really well. Um, I'm looking forward to to some really great stuff uh next week and so there's some good stuff uh this week a lot uh, for me uh, the stuff that that I loved the most uh by far happened uh uh like talking in the yeah. first third of the of the night I loved the most um but yeah that that we can't say no to that main event that's for sure Moxley versus Brian Danielson is set for Grand Slam. What a hell of a, a show that that is. My God. Like, um, just just an incredible, incredible card that we got going on right there. But, uh, guys, leave a thumbs up. Tap that bell for notifications. Subscribe. We would greatly appreciate all of it. Also, uh, donate super chats and humper chats. That's how you get your question or statement read on the air. Uh, I see lots of you in the comments asking questions, getting a super chat in, getting a humper chat in over at humperchats.com is how that's done. We had the listen, your boy, a weekly news show today. Tomorrow, if you're not done with AEW Dynamite, Will Washington has a day after Dynamite. Uh, we've also got the spotlight on Thursdays as well. We've got an impact post show. So plenty of stuff along the way. They interviewed Joey Janela this past week. He said that he would have made Denise Salcedo look like Petey Williams if she wasn't afraid to do a Canadian Destroyer. That's an interview worth checking out. But let's go ahead and get into it. Dishri says, this is for uh, defending the Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection honor this afternoon against Jimmy Van. Well-deserved money, good, sir. This compilation rules. I was telling Alex off the air, like, Admittedly, those were my favorite games ever. Mm. None of them hold a candle to Shredder's Revenge for me anymore. Right. But I also I want to see them all remade, as you mentioned, Alex. Right. Like I yeah. would love to Just see that. Get, give give those games over to the team that made Shredder's Revenge and tell them you're remake these. Yes. Remake them. Do it. We got Zach Schimmel says, Chad, I'm gonna try to dish out some memberships tonight. May RNG be in your favor. Champs do not need to get pinned. 
good uh, show overall tonight. That was my biggest problem about tonight. We had a lot of champs getting pinned. Uh, Zach Schimmel passing out YouTube memberships to the point to where I had to start posting stuff. Uh, so what we've started to do <laughs> is uh, we were posting like some behind the scenes clips, some un, uh, unaired interviews, like for example, a Davy Richards interview that I couldn't run because he was getting tattooed in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, we're going to have some of those, lots of behind the scenes stuff. We got plenty of them. Eloquence says, how did Mox not make the PWI top 10? I don't know their their evaluation period. He did miss several months, so that that's a little bit understandable. Yes, I, but I, I, yeah, is it is it? It's from this point, so like whatever it is, August to August, kind of a thing. Sure, there yeah, was but a time I mean, that he missed a good chunk of that. But if Punk also missed three months too. Then right, but if yeah. you're going to tell me it's January to January, like I, I don't. I, right now, the, the calendar year of 2022, I don't know anybody yeah. who's having a better year than that. But also, Big E missed time. That's true. Roman Reigns isn't around half the time. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I don't, honestly Cody, don't know. Cody, Cody missed honestly, a bunch. Not, the, listen, for me, there's zero reason why he's not in the top five, if not yeah. higher. But yeah. if it's the time period. Christian says, have you heard any more stories or rumors around punks, punk versus the EVPs? Uh, a little bit. Um, as, as details are starting to, or I should say this, as time is going on, I'm starting to hear a little bit more detail uh, in things that certain people are saying happened, happened or didn't happen. So I'm, I'm learning a little bit more here and there. Nothing enough to run a report on, but... I mean, you guys know that if I can, I'll run something. There is an extremely reckless speculation from Penguin Sin that alleges that Punk, Ace, Lucy, failed attempt coup of AEW. Ace, Larry on pay-per-view to build sympathy post-fight. Scrum tantrum was to make people believe that Elite could be aggressive. Punk threw the first pl uh, punch, planning to blame and kick out Elite. Didn't plan on Mega seeing it all. That is completely untrue. That much I'll tell you is not true i just love at all how how just the, the state of the world makes people go it's gotta be this and yes. then they go into this crazy diatribe that lists all these things that are all speculative listen yeah there, there's a lot true. of things that happen that we don't know about but but um i i don't think it's that yeah well we've got matthew actually uh we we got the mock sammy match to lead off with this was a, a great match to kick off the show. This is the one you want to kick off the show with. It was Sammy going 110 miles an hour and Mox staying right there with him. Yep. So I, I looked at, at this match and I was like, okay, the promo that Sammy cut wasn't for me when, when he cut it on like yeah. that, that emerged online. Right. Why do you care about star ratings? Not, not outside I, of wrestling, but inside wrestling. You want to beat people in a couple minutes. Right. So why do you care about, why does your character care about that? But this catered to the Sammy character, the obnoxious, but still an amazing performer. And also sports entertainment, entertainment centric, getting, you know, uh, Ty Conti and Anna Jay involved as well, doing, doing that element of things. There is one particular spot that I loved the most out of this. It was Sammy trying to do the strike trade, but right. then Moxley just slaps him. Yeah. And Sammy's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I thought this was a fantastic match and a great way to continue playing off of sports entertainment versus pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, I also loved another one where they were doing a strike trade and Sammy hit him and <laughs> Mox laid down and pretended to go to sleep. Like he laid down, he put his hands like this when he laid on the canvas. Cause he's like, Oh, is that, Oh, you knocked me out with that incredibly tough strike. And he got right back up and punched him some more. Um, uh, yeah. So here's the deal. Um, uh, I have, uh, I have, I have grown so weary of Sammy and his antics and his, his wife's antics and his wife's friends antics that yeah. I just, I just wanted this to be over as soon as possible. I know that's not what everybody would want. I understand legitimately it was a good match, but, um, I, I still haven't forgiven anybody for not having Miro in the tournament so that sure. Miro and Sammy could have had a rematch of what happened a year ago in the first round. And that would have had a lot more story for me and purpose than Sammy versus Darby. And whoever wins that Miro and Sammy match versus Mox uh, gives Mox a, a chance to go through. This match was legitimately a very good match. But, um, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded it if it was just like a really pissed off John Moxley who just – just murdered Sammy so, I mean, Nurguru says the swash could have been under 10 seconds. No. I mean, it could have been, but also I think like with as much as Sammy has been off TV and all the ups and downs he's been through, he was yeah. a guy that people once looked at and said, future AEW champion. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that people are necessarily saying that anymore. Right. And that could be the case with a bunch of people. People used to say, private party future AEW tag champions mm -hmm. but as this roster has grown you've seen a lot of those people that were pegged for that spot pause uh not necessarily being given that same time of day now whether it be because the roster is i don't want to say bloated but more full you could say bloated because nobody gets on tv anymore but i i definitely think that they're you have to sort of rebuild sammy in that sense and this was a, a big part of of doing that sure i think that i think that i i think that a lot of people who i was one of them who was like sammy future aw champion then he started doing all the antics and i was like i don't like watching this guy on television anymore and i know he's a heel and i'm not supposed to like him You're a mark. i don't enjoy watching any of the stuff that he does he's very good in the ring but i still don't like there's a way to like do a heel stuff and i still i i want to watch that guy because i think he's really good at what he does some of the stuff he does to me just takes me out of what I like about watching wrestling. And that's my own personal thing. And that's, you know, big fan of the half hatch suplex that John Moxley yep. did. They said it was an underhook suplex. There's a difference in that. The half hatch suplex, you go under the head, under one arm, the underhook suplex, you go double arm. Mm -hmm. uh, love that. It's a, it's a great catch wrestling technique. And then, um, Sammy did a half hatch ass cheek and just walked around with his butt cheek out for like yep. five minutes. Yeah. Like good for him. If you got it, flaunt it. You know what I mean? But, um, shy town Spurs says, love the opener. There's gotta be something better for Anna J to be doing than a backup valet microcosm of the women's division mm -hmm. issues. At this point, this is why I keep saying, I wish they would combine TBS and the world title and then add tag team women's tag team titles because if you've, you've got the golden ticket right there, Jade can just say, "I'm not vacating anything. I'm unifying something because I deserve both of them." Then you can go to the tag team titles because they're doing tag team women's matches every damn week anyway. 
And not only that, they performed well in the ratings. Yeah. Um, they perform well in the ring. Uh, so I, I hope that's, and you can see Ty and Anna involved with that. We also uh, have the MJF promo that followed this. By the way, Mox wins. Again, I thought a good match. Matthew Plus says MJF is a face whether AEW wants him to or not. I mean, yeah, I think he he plays off of some of the criticisms that AEW fans have. Because in, in the same vein, like we, we just mentioned Private Party and Sammy Guevara, MJF's thing is like, a lot of these old WWE guys are trying to knock me off. I'm the one who's been here. I'm the MVP. Like I'm the guy. I just because LeBron and Chris Bosh showed up. I'm Dwayne Wade. I made this team. Right. I'm the reason why there's something to build around to begin with. I, I like that. And it does play off of that a little bit. And he says that he brings up Moxley's disease, the, the addiction, and says that his brain is much more dangerous. This wasn't like the greatest MJF promo I've ever seen, but they're all good. I think mm-hmm. I've seen one that I wasn't like, that I was like, man, this wasn't good. This wasn't it. I thought this was very good, and it it accelerates the Moxley MJF thing. And yeah. he's like, maybe you should go on that vacation. And by the way, last time we saw each other, I was a pup. I was up here with a podium. I was running a gimmick. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I loved all of this. Um, I think it's I think it's I think it's really great that that they're doing they're doing something. What I what I think still maintain is so obvious, but it doesn't mean it's bad. It means it's great that you're setting up the guy who says I am AEW with the guy who says I should be, and because I'm not, I hate AEW. Yeah. And that's an that's an awesome story to tell. That's a that's a really great story. It's very simple. It has easy easy chapters and beats throughout it, so you can get to a point where you where you have that story. That's a, also a story that that allows us to tell it over the course of a very long time. Like this is a rivalry that can last all the way until what they what they call the bidding war of twenty four. Will MJF stay or will he go? That's part of this whole thing. But there's going to be this rivalry of the guy who is AEW fighting against the guy who hates AEW for that entire time up until that point. It's, 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 it's really great. And I'm looking forward to all of that. Michael says, do you think it'd be a good way for MJF to get the title next week by cashing in his chip to make the match a triple threat and win? Cause I don't see MJF winning the title one-on-one. Well, I mean, regardless, he's going to have to defend the title one-on-one. So I say, why not? I mm-hmm. MJF's gimmick wasn't necessarily that he was a chicken shit. If you remember it's that he was this asshole and he rarely wrestled, but when he did, he could always back it up. Like right. he was as good as he thought he was. He wasn't like cowardly. Would he cheat? Yes, he would, but he would also win. Vincent says, have these Mox MJF interactions given away that Mox is winning next week. I don't think so. Although Brian Danielson has lost the big ones an awful lot in AEW. Mm-hmm. And I could see AEW being like, oh no, Mox is going to be our three-time guy. Like he, oh, he's yeah. their flair. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, like the, it, to, to me, uh, you, people were like, oh, but it, it'll be a swerve. We'll all, we're all expecting Mox to win, but it'll be Danielson. We'll get Danielson and MJF. And my thing is this is like, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's something to be said for that, but this is, this is twice in a row. Once they had a face off 
And then tonight, it was just MJF cutting a promo on Moxley. He hasn't mentioned Danielson once. Like, the swerve might be nice, but why did you spend all of this time and energy building up a feud between Moxley and MJF if you're never actually going to do that? No, I think they'll, like, they'll eventually do it. I mean, oh, no, but I'm saying, like, but right now, like, you're, you, the, the momentum well, is there for this feud this very second, not whenever Mox comes back from his vacation. Well, I mean, full gear is like not that far off. Uh, it's sure. less than two months. Moxley was supposed to come. He, Moxley's going to be in Cincy. You know he's going to be in Cincy. Oh, yeah. Well, what did MJF bring up an awful lot? He brought up Cincinnati an awful lot. Like two mm-hmm. or three different times he brought it up. So he's going to go there. He's going to get he'll probably get booed by Cincy. Um, we'll see how that goes. But this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. MJF also brings up the fact that he has a stable on retainer. That stable is now named The Firm. And he mentioned Stokely Hathaway and said that he's known Stokely since he was 19. Stokely is his best friend. Uh, I can tell you there, I mean, they are, they are legitimately close. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the few people that, that MJF was, was talking to throughout his point of frustration before Stokely even came in was Stokely. Um, I mean, this is a real thing. Stokely then says that you won't necessarily see these guys together that much. So for everybody saying another faction, do we really need that? He says, not, not to pick on you, Brian, but you set me up here. He says, you won't necessarily see us much because whenever MJF needs us, we'll be here. But Ethan Page is going to go for the All-Atlantic title. The Ass Boys are going to go for the tag titles. 
Lee Moriarty is going to go for the ROH Pure title. I did feel like the setup dragged on a little bit, but when he got to to the introductions of each wrestler and the hug of Morrissey was so goddamn funny because Morrissey. That's a meme that's going to live forever. Morrissey was going full 05 Tomco there to to Christian. Like he didn't want to have any part of it. Like at one point he said, love you, big man. And Morrissey didn't say anything. He's like, do you hear me? Said I love you. I love you. Said I love you. So I felt like a little bit of it dragged. But then when we got to introducing people, we had a mission statement for each one of them. And last week, that's what I wanted. I wanted a description. I wanted an explanation. Why are these guys here? What's their connection to MJF? Uh, What are they going after? Why did this happen? And they answered every single one of them. Between MJF and uh, and Stokely, they answered everything, Alex. And I I can say, this went on a little long. Well, it went on a little long because it did everything that I asked them to do last week. So how can I be mad at that? Um, yeah, I saw a lot of people saying it went a lot. Didn't it didn't go didn't didn't go long for me. I, I could watch Stokely Hathaway read the entire damn phone book and never be not entertained. Like he's he's so great. Uh, this is. Yeah. Th- I was watching this thing. Was like, my God, think of all the people he could have gotten over in all those years, and they never let him. It's just ridiculous. He, if he would have been hired to manage Authors of Pain, Authors of Pain would still be in WWE right now. Absolutely. And yeah, and 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 all the respect to Drake Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. It's just anyway. Um, so I I really um I thought that the the setup was fine, um, and I love the idea of MJF has his own retainer, and yeah, MJF and I are, are legitimately you know he knew that I would be the guy to get everything all set up. That's why I did it. But um, uh, we got Big Bill here just because Big Bill wants to beat up some people, and that's fine. You need a guy like that. But here's the thing. I, I, I saw a lot of people saying Lee Moriarty doesn't have any personality. Well, the guy needs some personality. And look at him there. Like the way he was reacting to being in Like he was so different than the other people up there. But it was all perfect. It was like, yeah, that's right. Here I am. He was I mean, so great. And did, I, it, I, I'm – go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. That's, that's some weird thing that people apply to guys like Daniel Garcia yeah. and Lee Moriarty and Wheeler Yuta. Just because they're young guys that can wrestle, there's this, and because they're smaller, there's this weird like, oh well, they don't have personality. Well, uh, apparently you don't follow them on Twitter. Apparently you don't pay attention. Apparently you haven't watched them wrestle because yeah, they do all of them. Uh, they're all very entertaining guys, especially in their own way, especially for the generation that they are a part of. Listen, guys, not everybody watching this show is going to understand the TikTok generation of people. That's why. I don't run our TikTok mm-hmm. right now because I don't, I can't relate to it. Um, but they're they're going to connect with a certain audience, and it's going to work really, really well. Uh, Pavi says, I "Haven't watched WWE or AEW about a year. Watch all the Fightful and Wrestle Talk shows. It wasn't because Mox and Kingston I wouldn't watch. Well, hey, I'm just glad you're watching for any reason, and I greatly appreciate that." Eloquent says, "Stokely said he was watching Living Single with House of Black. That was good shit too." Yeah. Graham B says Big Show and Kid Rock had a baby named Morrissey. <laughs> ben, That's I thought bad. MJF's best friend was the American roller coaster. What a heel! <laughs> so she's so good at it. Man. But like, I, but I, I'm I'm super into because what we have here is Garcia now with 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 the ROH Pure Title. You know yeah. Wheeler Yuta wants it back. 
I mean, I think the end game for all this Garcia and Jericho stuff and Danielson stuff is that Garcia winds up in the BCC, um, uh, which means we might get some BCC versus the firm action, which wouldn't which wouldn't be too bad for me. Um, but I also love Moriarty versus Wheeler Yuta or Moriarty versus Garcia. Those those three those three young technical studs doing some 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 work. That's something I want to watch in that pure division, man. Reminder, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. If you don't know what humper chats are, we'll go to humperchats.com. Kenneth Love says gun club for the tag titles next. That's the acclaimed right now, but I mean it would make sense if after the acclaimed if the, win. If the acclaimed one one, you'd have the gun club going after it. Sure. Yeah, of course. Follow up says the firm is there to be a mercenary group. I mean, I like you know, having like four or five guys that aren't as big as the APA. Well, Morrissey is, but collectively, okay. And with with AEW, you kind of have to have a group that big because you've got stables all over the place because otherwise the numbers game will catch up to them. Right. Jordan Scott says, Stokely saying, you never had a friend like me. I now need him photoshopped or video edited as Genie. <laughs> Tom LaValle says, the Adorn looks solid. But I feel like someone else in there, I think he means the firm. The firm looks solid, but I need someone in there to make it viable. Moriarty, Ethan Page in Toronto, why not? Yeah, I would imagine that Ethan Page will get an All-Atlantic title shot in Toronto. That would make an awful lot of sense for me. Me too. We got Brent Lockman saying, not to get into it, but Dax is way too low on that list. Even in kayfabe, that's so weird. I can't, you know what? I can't ever make sense of those lists. I stopped even doing match ratings for that yeah. reason. Like they're too subjective and people would look at for reasons to be upset. Um, I'll like sort of announce whenever I've got a 10 out of 10 match and that's about the extent of it. We've got Master Fias saying, heard anything about ROH rebuilding? I haven't heard anything about a new show as of yet. But uh, I mean, I obviously they're, they're developing the roster. Brent Lockman says, just can't say watching Living Single with House of Black and not have footage of it. You just can't throw that out there. That's what Malachi Black is really doing. He's he's yeah. busy watching yeah, he's watching Overton on Living mm -hmm. Single. Yep. Zach Schimmel, our good friends, uh, who handed out 200 memberships, $1,000 total, said, sorry it took two weeks. Chat every 1,000 likes in a stream, and I'll dish out 10 more. Congrats on 10 and 11,000 on select. Also, if you decided to, I could create a Fightful Discord for free and manage it for you. We're, we're thinking about it, Zach. We're really thinking about doing the, the uh, Discord for Fightful Select and seeing how that works because I want to give people as much as I can for their five bucks. But thank you, Zach. You have always been so supportive of us. Yes. From, like, from years ago when we had like 100 subscribers, Zach Schimmel was always so generous to us and we're still very much publicly funded CEO says what's the Garcia Moriarty Yuta technical wrestling equivalent a big meaty men slapping meat um <laughs> lean stretchy lads stretching legs yeah there you go <laughs> slim boys stretching yeah there <laughs> you go that's some good stuff maybe that uh oh, Jesus Christ I love it I love it Ian Hunter says think maybe Ethan can win the the all Atlantic title in Toronto. I do. Um, maybe from uh, Orange Cassidy after a short reign there, because I think that could be a good one. Yeah. Well, later on, he super kicks Luigi Primo. For yes. those of you who don't know who Luigi Primo is, he is the viral wrestler 
who was tossing dough. If it wasn't gimmicked dough, then he deserves a full-time contract. But he did this thing where he he grappled. As he locked up, he was tossing dough and used it to distract his opponent. It's pure entertainment. Oh, my God. But enough people have seen that video to be like, it's him. And then Ethan Page, the heel, takes it away from him. Yeah. But Danhausen shows up. So that's happening on Rampage. Cheap plug because that's happening on Rampage Friday. Sunday here in Lexington, Kentucky at the Oliga Shriners Temple. Toy Vomit is having Figure Fest and they will both be there side by side doing meet and greets. So go check that out. Our good friends at Toy Vomit. There's a local uh, muffin maker way better than Mindy's that made some Ethan Page and Dan Housen muffins. Awesome. Or cupcakes. I love it. Uh, but if you're if you're uh, in the Lexington area, please check out Figure Fest on Sunday. I got nothing but love for the people at, at Toy Vomit. Great people. Our friend Maggie Mayhem, uh, Vegan Superkick, also does great YouTube content. But uh, I'll be there uh, quite a bit that day as well. So come by. Come say hi to me if you see me around. But very excited for that. What do you think of the Dan Housen, Luigi Primo, Ethan Page stuff? Well, listen, I love I love the show. The give, give, bringing Luigi in was really great because there's a certain number of people who who popped huge for it. I know I did, and also it's the perfect like set, like I'm the only one who wants to be serious around this place, says Ethan yes. Page. So he gets rid of the gimmick pizza guy, and then I want I'm the guy who wants to be serious, and in comes Danhausen. It's a perfect love it transition into it, and Ethan Page gets to be an asshole to Danhausen, and then they have a match on Rampage. It's perfect. Um, and, uh, listen, um, I, I, I would like a triple threat personally with Ethan page added to this Pac and orange Cassidy thing, because I, I, I want, I want to see more Pac and Ethan page. I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but that sounds delightful to me. Um, not that I don't want to see Pac and orange Cassidy, cause that's also good, but let's get, let's get Ethan page in there as well. I love, I love the idea that he says I'm coming for this title. Like and which to me means that people want the All Atlantic title, which is a thing that is good for that title and good for overall for AEW. If your titles are all important, I think it's really good. Uh, we've got somebody uh, <laughs> who I assume is cosplaying. I don't think it's the the shoot Luigi Primo, but you know what? <laughs> we'll pretend it is. He says. First, I'm excluded from the Tournament of Champion, and now Ethan Page steals my TV time. I have more dough than everyone in AEW, including <laughs> TK. I hope it's the shoot. Louis I hope it's time. the shoot version. That'd be great. I mean, we have Thunder Rosa pop up in here uh, occasionally. Rob Wilkins says, we'll watch Dynamite post show after uh, Clerks 3. Solid. Uh, let me tell you guys, if you have ever watched Clerks 1 and 2, or any of the Jay and Silent Bob movies, anything like that, go out of your way to watch Clerks 3. It is, it's it's the one of the best movies in that entire line. Oh, of the, and there's some right. really good things. It is a, it is a very, very special movie. And now I'm going to do an ad plug for NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Alex, damn it, I got the, I got the old one up. Here we go. Alex? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sean. I could have done better on that segue, right? You really could have, yes. You can always do better. You can always do better. Like it wasn't seamless whatsoever. No, not at all. 
It's definitely not seamless when you travel mm -hmm. across the country and you try to use your TV service. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like, no, you're out of your location. Well, not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Change a virtual location with just one click. And you might say, Sean, that wasn't seamless either. Well, you know what? When you get NordVPN.com slash Fightful, not only do you get a great, a great deal, but you get four additional months free. 30 wow. days money back guarantee. Online threat protection that blocks online trackers, malware, and annoying pop-up ads. You know that to, to make your browsing experience seamless. Right. A lot more seamless than saying, here is an ad segue for NordVPN. But you know what? You won't have ad segues on Dynamite if you get NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can get AWW+. You can go get the WWE Network in Canada. You can get UFC pay-per-views much more affordably. Like I just did this past weekend watching that Nate Diaz fight. You're going to end up saving more money than what you spend on NordVPN. It's an investment. And not only that, it works on all your devices. They've got multiple tiers. Whether you want a VPN, a pass, a locker, or all three. Why wouldn't Nord you choose v all three? All three. It's, that's all the three. best option, really. Mm -hmm. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Make your browsing experience seamless. Mm -hmm. And Sarah says, we can segue yet, Sean. I had a greater plan. Chi-Town Spurs says, Mox, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> That's a good shout. That is a very, very good shout. What else we got? Jungle Boy had an open contract. Well, uh, Jack Perry, that is. Jay Lethal answered it via a very obnoxious Sanjay Dutt promo, which I think served its purpose. Sure. And then we get Jack Perry defeating Jay Lethal. A nice, effective match that I think went about as long as it should. Jay Lethal gets on TV a lot more than a lot of other people do. So I yeah, don't necessarily does. need to see this go an extended, extended length amount of time because he was he's not the one being pushed right now. He's being used to help Jack Perry out. So I thought this, this worked out pretty well. Yeah, um, sure. Um, yeah, this is what it was supposed to be. Uh, you you got to keep... Uh, Jungle Jack Perry, uh, formidable uh, going forward, and um, and therefore, as because well, we this isn't done yet with him and Christian and Luchasaurus, he's got to have that Luchasaurus match, a boy versus yeah. his dinosaur, for the right to get back to Christian again. And in the meantime, you got to make sure he stays viable. Uh, so these are the things. And and Jay Lethal right now is the guy who. We 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 are putting you in this match because everyone assumes that you are this this gatekeeper they have to go through to move forward. That's fine. This is all this this is the the angle that we have with um with Lethal Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh. That's who they are. They're they're mid tier henchmen that you have to get through to get to the boss. That's what they are. Matthew Plus says Jungle Boy versus Jay Lethal should have been a women's match. Well, I mean, I thought they, they built that effectively. Maybe they could have set up a TBS title contender here and done this on Rampage. Yeah. Um, Justin Roberts did call him Jungle Boy today, though. So I should I should note that. Pete Normus says I went to a baseball game, so couldn't watch the show tonight. Here's some money for apples or leather or whatever you people eat. Keep up the great work. Bill says, don't let Kate see this shamble of a segue. What's she going to do? What's she going to do? <laughs> I know. I know what she's going to do. She's going to no. subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Yes. You yes. can get a bunch of exclusive news there. 
How about that segue? I don't give a damn what you think about that segue. Just today, we had news on NXT TakeOver, Halloween Havoc. We had the list goes on post-show. We had details on several of the brawl-out participants getting unsuspended. Uh, what's going on with Nakazawa and Christopher Daniels? They're in Japan right now. What was planned before? Uh, Kenny Omega is in Japan as well. What's up with him? Yesterday, we had news uh, that came out that even people that were suspended, uh, the, the talent, not, not the, the coaches and agents, they don't know how long they're suspended. It's it's unknown. Uh, Brandon Cutler cleared to return. We got news on, on the coaches being back. We had news today on another AEW regular who had signed a contract with the company. Yesterday, we had a bunch of WWE news and notes about Clash at the Castle, that that odd finish, uh, the NXT double taping. Uh, we had some reactions to the, the Raw rating. We had the backstage report. I did a live edition for over 40 minutes. We had an update on Jenny. A lot of you were wondering what the hell's up with Jenny after NXT UK closed. She hasn't been on TV. She wasn't uh, Maxine or whatever the hell it was, Maxine Dupree. She wasn't, she wasn't mm-hmm. that. She uh, was put in the alumni section. Fightful Select has it. We're going to do an everything we know about the punk elite situation article this week. It's going to be a monster. Some of it will be a collection of what we've reported. I'm talking like three, 4,000 words. Now, I want to I specify this. Very little of that, once the scrum ended, is operating in fact. There's a lot of he said, she said, and I see the criticism over that coverage. People are like, Oh, well, it's rumors. Yeah, we're never going to get the full story on that. Ever. Unless they make up, they hug, and they get into a room, and they decide to make the most interesting podcast in wrestling history about it. Or or in in case, after the investigation, somebody leaks the actual investigation findings. Otherwise, there's not going to be a Mitchell report about this. Um, No. no. But hey, guess what, guys? We're a wrestling website. This ain't covering the war. So uh, there's going to be some, <laughs> there's going to be some rumors and I'm okay with peddling in that Monday. We had raw plans. We had uh, some clarification on the young bucks sending feelers to WWE. I talked to people close to them that said, no, haven't heard that. Uh, and also sour graps. That's just since Monday, just since Monday. How about this on Thursday? Ask Grapsity. Got Grab City guys doing a Q&A. Jimmy's doing a Q&A again soon. FightfulSelect.com, just five bucks. And if you were ever like, well, I don't want to subscribe in the middle of the month because I'll get charged again by Patreon on the first. Not anymore. While Patreon was busy busy firing everybody, apparently, which is <laughs> stupid and I'm not okay with. Don't they do that. did finally listen to my emails that I've sent them mm-hmm. every month for four years. And they've got anniversary billing. We are one of the first... To ever do it, uh, you will get billed a month from now. So what do you got to lose? As Vince Russo would say, for less than a cappuccino, you can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Except for us, it's like 16 cents a day. My God. Yeah. Announced for exhibition exhibition matches, Christopher Daniels, Riho, Nakazawa, Takeshita, Yuka Sakazaki, Maki Ito, Chris Brooks, Hikari Hua, uh, my God, I don't know how to pronounce that last name, and I don't want to butcher it. Um, but I mean, that's that would indicate that Christopher Daniels and Michael Nakazawa are also unsuspended. Yeah. So, great news, great news. 
Distri says the thought of Kenny playing Ninja Turtles Kawabunga collection with Nakazawa and Ibushi is a sign that everything is well. Make the best of a bad time. Yes, and always make the best of the, the time that you have with people. That's for sure. I mean, Kenny doesn't get to see Ibushi very much, so. Yeah. Training video of Action Bronson and Hook. I thought this was really well done. I wondered how the hell Action Bronson would come across. I thought this was really good. I the love hell? Action Bronson is like like a Hook's like big, like protective older brother. Yeah. Like, oh, this is New York. You come to here, you mess with us. We're gonna we're gonna pop you right in the mouth. Like I, I just I love I, it's, it's perfect. This is dope. This is great. He, and also yeah. Action Bronson is the most New York human being ever. He's so, so is. Hobbs murders Matt DiMartino, who got a quick mm-hmm. hometown pop, but Hobbs spine busted him so hard that he busted his own mouth. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> he did. And then he said, I'm moving on from Ricky Starks. Well, Ricky Starks isn't cool with that. He comes out, runs him off. Uh, Hobbs getting that push, getting that squash. This was exactly what this match needed to be. We hear from Hobbs. Too many people are like, get Hobbs a mouthpiece. Hobbs doesn't need a mouthpiece. Hobbs can talk just fine. Hobbs fine. is really good. Hobbs is a big, bad son of a bitch, and he knows it, and he's as confident as a big, bad son of a bitch should be. And yes. so is Ricky Starks, but Ricky Starks ain't playing. He's embarrassed that he lost in four minutes after yeah. talking about being a main eventer and wanting to be a main eventer and having Hobbs saying, you're okay with losing and I'm going to make you lose. Everything Hobbs has said so far is true. And Ricky Starks is kind of having to confront this criticism head on. I think this is really good. It's a very subtle story they're telling in that way, but I think this is one of the better stories they got going right now. Absolutely. It was always going to be a long story. Their breakup was never going to be one and done. Um, so yeah, there's, there's more story to tell here. I like, I mean, Ricky Starks is pissed. And Ricky so, said he wanted to beat him up a bunch of times. So, mm-hmm. that, so that we're, 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 get, we're getting the match again and then we're going to get the match again and we might get the match again, but every time they're going to be different. Like there's, there's going to be a match in there. Probably the second one where Ricky Starks, catches will hobbs unawares and gets a quick pinfall and then there you go you're even up at one apiece and each guy won quickly and then you get the long match and that that'll be a great piece of art when they finally get that done follow says also hobbs having the cody vader money lift hobbs is money i agree he should have that Volob says it's almost like Kenny got the vacation Mox was supposed to have. Well, Kenny was always scheduled for this. They uh, announced Tokyo Game Show and AEW's presence, which Fightful Select reported on. But we had also reported on Fightful Select that Kenny Omega was always scheduled to go there. Why wouldn't he just go there now? Um, but yeah, he. I hope he's enjoying his time over there. I mean, again, we know how close he and Hibushi were. And again, spend the time with the ones that, that, that you love when you can because... You just never know these days, and Ibushi hasn't been wrestling. So uh, it's good to see them getting to spend some time together and play an awesome game, contrary to what Jimmy says. Mm-hmm. Matthew Plus says, money for Al's muted rage at Tony's women's booking. I'm very, I'm confused by that one. but <laughs> that, is, uh, that is because my stream, when I started it, was right after the finish of the women's match, which I did not appreciate. Oh. And so I went off on it, but I didn't realize I was muted at the time. I do that to myself all the time. <laughs> Please check out Alex's uh, YouTube channel as well, guys. But Swerve and Our Glory defeated the Lucha Brothers. Uh, again, this is champions losing. 
I, I'm going to look at the rankings right now because I don't know where Lucha Brothers sat. But okay, they weren't in the top five. So I'm sitting here saying, why the hell are they getting a tag title shot on this, especially when they're trios champions? Mm-hmm. What point does that serve? Was the match good? Match was great. Swerve is incredible. Match. Keith Lee was incredible. The Lucha Brothers were incredible. You know it's going to be great. Swerve is on like such a such a different level of right. setting this off. Like I can't mm-hmm. possibly understate his importance in not just this, but helping get the acclaimed over to a yeah. massive degree. That is that yeah. is Swerve like yeah. putting in yeah. that work right there. Yes. Um, here's here's why. Here's why they're doing it. They did it tonight. Because there's never going to be another chance to do this match. Because the acclaim losing to the acclaimed is going to Good break point. up Keith Lee and Swerve. And I can I can guarantee you Keith Lee and Swerved were like, okay, fine, we're gonna have a, a short tag title reign. We agree. It's time to like like hit strike while the iron's hot, put the belts on the acclaimed. They'll never be more over than they are right now. But if we're gonna lose the title belts and then split up, which seems to be something that's gonna happen pretty pretty soon as well. We want to have at least one banger with one of these top AEW you know, tag teams. That's that's a fair point. I mean, and, and from a kayfabe perspective, I would have loved them to have made sense. Like me too. And honestly, open, they open contract, those, deadly draw, something. They change those con th- those those rankings all the time. Like if, if if you had looked it up, and they had been number four, you never would have known that they that that's they a fair point. You know what I mean? So here's the deal: the match was amazing, and um. Because it looks like they're not defending the trios titles anytime soon, but Swerve and Lee are defending the tag titles next week. I'll always go for a clean finish over shenanigans. Yeah, and so I'm I'm totally fine with um uh, with Keith Lee and Swerve winning, um uh because it, it I'm not totally fine with it, but I I. I get it. Certainly more than what happened later with Tony Storm. This, to me, like was a really good match. Uh, Swerve didn't cheat, but he did the underhanded thing a little bit by knocking um, Phoenix off the top rope. That's not cheating. It's within the rules, but it's a little underhanded to win the match that way. And that feeds into who Swerve is. It helps to build that character even more. I think this is all really great. Plus, I got to see uh, Killshot versus Phoenix and Penta, uh, yes. Penta Dark again, which which I love from my Lucha Underground. Of days. course. Johan says, fantastic tag match. Swerve and Lee should win next week. They stumbled across a great way to have them turn heel. Use it and have FTR win at full gear. I, I think you got to ride with the hot hand with the acclaimed. And I think that whether or not FTR or baby faces, heels or whatever, they have a legit gripe. In kayfabe and in reality, why the hell aren't they getting title shots? Yeah. Goth-style pile driver says, can you use your AEW contacts to confirm whether or not Ray Phoenix is wearing a cup tonight? I have a bet going on with my fiance. (laughs) No, I cannot. (laughs) Eloquent says, I've long defended the ranking system, and I love the match, but the Lucha Brothers getting a title shot made no sense. I would love to, I need to look at, like, I'm going to pull that up right now, like their cage match, like how, how they performed lately. Uh, so they beat best friends in the, the trios match. That's fine. They lost in the trios tournament, but as far as a two, one, two tag team, they last faced 
well, they, they lost to LFI in their last match in a tornado tag match. So I like kayfabe LFI has probably got to be pissy too. I, I think, I think if it hadn't been a, ta- a tag title match, but an exhibition champions versus mm-hmm. champions, no titles on the line. Yes. Then that's fine. And then it doesn't matter who gets pinned, but you want Keith and Swerve to keep come out of this stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it. And Tom yes, Lavallee that was an amazing says, spot. Tom Lavalley says, I've never seen anybody break up a pin with a lawn dart. That was very cool. He tossed Phoenix back into the ring from the outside between the first and second ropes to break up a pin. Jesus, that was great. Lord Zypher says, do you think the trio's champ should be unable to challenge for the tag titles and vice versa? Swerve in our glory beating the Lucha Brothers kind of cheapens these brand new titles. I wouldn't mind if it was an unwritten rule, but it's pro wrestling, so you got to mm-hmm. adjust. Yeah. Joey Bag of Donuts says, the, orga- or the acclaim got over organically, and it's awesome to see. Man, I was saying this for, for months. Like They're, they're like the, the New Age Outlaws. Before they even hit the ring, mm-hmm. they have like five things that get them over. Yep. Scissor me, daddy ass. Name in the city. The rap. All like the acclaimed have arrived. They got like four or five different things. They, It's been 20 years but and they are the closest to the boombox magic. was over when, when he was coming carrying that to the ring all the time. There you too. go. I mean, it's been 20 years since the New Age Outlaws kind of set a template mm-hmm. of how a how a team could get over before they even hit the ring. And that's that's half the battle is making people care about you. Brent Lockman says, Max being so mad he doesn't rap was awesome. Uh, and CO says, feels like they missed the right time to belt the acclaim. Putting the titles on them now feels like a make good at this point. I think they were, I think this was the plan to begin with. I mean, that's what Will Washington had indicated on uh, really? Rhapsody. And I mean... He swerves cousin. I think no, no, he no. would. I think he might know. But no, 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 no. I mean, like, I'm not I'm not doubting his reporting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself that's interesting to me because, um, it it do, it did feel like the way he was, told it was that it was supposed to feature Lee sort of being like, why are you doing the scissoring with with Billy Gunn type of thing? But I mean, also they could have done that in a segment, literally whenever, whenever. But I, I was, I will say this. That match at Grand Slam has a lot to live up to. Oh, it sure that does. That match at All Out was one of the best tag matches I've ever seen. One of the hottest crowds for any match, tag, singles, triple threat, whatever, that I've ever seen. So whatever they do at Grand Slam has got to match that kind of momentum. But the crowd next week? Or it's not going to feel like it, you know? The crowd next week, it'll be a bigger crowd. It might be a louder crowd. It'll be a less tired crowd. Like, we'll there's going to be we'll a lot of that. Is. Yeah. Brent Lockman says Lee taking a destroyer was not on the bingo card. Oh, it, was, it was on my AEW bingo card at some yeah, point for sure. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Nicholas Starhart says Mock shouldn't feel bad about not making the PWI's top 10. Check the list and somehow ranked it ranked at negative pi. Lee Moriarty chained out of the same wrestling school I train out of and excited by the thought of him winning the pure title. I mean, you, you're at a good place if you're at the place that, that trained yeah. that guy because he is one of the best. He's so good. Sawyer said, has anyone checked on Pac? He died, or he didn't die, did he? Well, Orange Chastity punched him in the face, said that he was about to lose the All-Atlantic title. That's happening soon. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 did, I did enjoy um, yeah. just the way that Pac was so dismissive to Marvez. Yes. Like, what are you doing talking to me like that? And it's just, it's great. I, I love it. I think it's really good. Um, I thought it was going to be Paige that attacked yeah. uh, Pac because that seems like, the kind of guy to do it. Orange Cassidy doing it seemed like, uh, oh, okay, I guess so. 
Um, just felt like kind of out, out, out of left field for him to do that that kind of way. Him him uh, challenging by walking up and being like, hey, I'm going to take that title from you. Seems more like his style than attacking him uh, when, he's, when he's not looking. Um, yeah. Somebody says, it's at Grand Slam, Sean. Okay. Cool. It's what I pretty much figured. Yeah, uh, we got the smart Mark Sterling and Josh Woods promo. I hope that Woods and Joe get time because I think Josh Woods will surprise a lot of people that haven't seen him work. Mm-hmm. But I like that. We got Matt Hardy versus Darby. Matt Hardy playing off of their history in the past. We got Penelope and Willow for Rampage. I like these additions. Uh, I wish they would add some semblance of a story to Penelope and Willow and any women, really. I mean, it would be interesting if they did like a um, the women like here. Here's a here's a group of women, okay, and uh, across dark elevation, rampage, dynamite. Whenever they get time, we're doing basically a round robin tournament. Everybody faces each other. We move on. You have see who's who's at, near the top at the end of this thing. The two top competitors face each other one last time, and the winner of that gets Jade. Something like that, because like. I, yeah, I would love to see this, but we've seen Willow and uh, get title shots against Jade, and but it, but this doesn't seem to be the story we're doing right now. I, I, for, yeah. for me, I you got to give Willow the friggin' graphic and then have Willow ver- like signed and go after Jade or something. I don't know what we're doing, but this is yeah, it would be nice to have a story. Shave some of the needless stuff off and just uh, you know add add some character where you need it. Yeah. If you want to shave some of the needless stuff off. Our friends at harrys.com slash Fightful have you covered. Right now, you can get a Harry starter set for only $3. When you go to the store and buy razors, it, I mean, it's an experience. You got to, first off, you got to go find the razor you want. You got to go get a clerk. You got to have the clerk unlock everything. The clerk's going to dig around. Is this the right one? Is this the right one? Then you look and you're like, oh, wait. That, that's a bar or that, that's just a handle with one razor. I need a lot more than one. Well, you know what? Harry's.com slash Fightful has the starter set for just $3. Plus, you get a travel size body wash. This set includes a five-blade razor, a weighted handle to help you out, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. $16 value for just $3 at Harry's.com slash Fightful. When time is a commodity, you don't need a five-step shaving routine. With Harry's, you have everything you need for a great shave. Nothing but that. Their blades are made in their own factory in Germany. Hold up better than ever. Guys who try it say that their eighth shave is as sharp as their first. Tons of great reviews for harrys.com slash Fightful. Get a high-quality ra- high shave with a high-quality razor. Thanks to harrys.com slash Fightful. Love working with them. Love working with products I actually use, which is what we do here at Fightful. We have Terry Allen Jr. saying, a sunny kiss we need on TV. Very talented. Yep, I hope we see more of sunny kiss. Mm-hmm. But Dante says, hate to see Tony Storm eating pins at, as champ. Me too, especially as interim champ. So they're setting up the fatal four-way for the women's title at Grand Slam, and I'm like, Okay, so you just did a fatal four-way. After, like, not doing one forever, then you do them back-to-back. And then you change, like, an ingredient. And I'm like, damn. So there was a story to this, though. 
Jamie Hayter has not talked to Britt Baker since All Out. So we are getting story here. Um, Britt, first off, she walloped Athena with a super kick. It was great. But uh, they end up getting the win, pinning Tony Storm. Then afterwards, we get the beatdown, and Jamie Hayter ends up hitting Tony Storm with a chair, but still won't talk to Britt Baker. I do appreciate that they're adding a bit of a story to this, but it feels like, well, you just did the fatal four way, and it's this does feel like it's like well, okay, so we didn't make the right calls necessarily at the pape, so maybe we'll we'll change things up here on Grand Slam. Alex, you don't seem thrilled. I just, I don't understand. Like it's just, <laughs> uh, why would you book it this way? Like the idea that you have Tony. Like Hikaru Shida can't do it for whatever reason. Uh, they they write her out of it. They write Athena in. Um, you 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 have you have um, you you bury the ref again. The ref doesn't see the obvious obvious huge takes us so forever to set up Serena Deeb running um, Storm into the chair into the corner. The ref doesn't see it because the ref's an idiot. Bury the ref, why don't you? As well, and then you pin Tony Storm, who's who's your brand new interim champion. Let's it that, that doesn't look good. That doesn't make the division look good. And and then you have uh, Athena come in. She's pissed as, as well. She should be. So she takes out um, Serena Deeb. Britt Baker, as you say, hits her in the face with, with a super kick. Then she gets the chair. And Jamie Hayter runs down. It's like, oh, if all of this was in service of Jamie Hayter grabbing the, title, the, the chair from Britt and at least threatening to hit her, if not actually hitting her and turning babyface in this moment, if this was all in service of that, fine. But instead, like maybe even her like fake it and Brit flinches and then she reacts to the right. chair shot on somebody else. Right. But she hits Tony Storm with it. But she doesn't mean that she's still with Brit. She just hates Brit still, won't talk to her, yes. but she still hit Tony. So Tony looks even worse because she's getting beaten down by people. All of this is just, and then they say, oh, well, we now, Tony Khan just made official. He made it official 12 seconds after the beatdown. Like, if this was your plan from the beginning, like, figure out a way of doing that so it's not right here, right now. This this four-way is going to be really good, but it just feels like you're you're trying to do way too much in, in the weirdest way possible. And I, I, I was not a fan at all of Tony Storm being put in the position of being your new interim champ, somebody that we're supposed to think is on the level of, of Thunder Rosa whenever Thunder Rosa comes back, but you're, you're pinning her in in cheap ways, in in meaningless tag matches, while also burying your referee. It's just a dumb way to do all of that. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that at all. Uh, I was shocked that we saw two sets of champions or two champions get pinned on the same show. Uh, I think too much of that, especially... Yeah in one show is a little much. Evangelina says putting four women in one match instead of having two matches is cheating. Tony, we could have held off on the jungle boy storyline for another week, not even another week, two more days. We could have yeah. held off on that. Sawyer says Athena should have beat Jade at all out. They've run out of built up potential challengers unless hater goes for it after turning face. I don't think Athena should have beaten Jade. I don't think Athena was hot enough with the crowd to beat Jade. Nope. And right now, if somebody's going to beat Jade, it needs to be somebody that is undeniable or 
you just keep having Jade win until you find that person that is the right person. And I think right. that Athena is great. Right. Group- but this is the thing that, that I that I was talking about. It's like it looks like she's been saying 50 and 0, 50 and 0. Yeah. She's 37 and 0. How often does she wrestle title matches, Sean? That Not means she's going to be basically she's going to be I mean at the most like it's twice a month another at year. most. Yeah. So she's going to be she's going to be still be champ for another 6 months to a year plus. That's a long time of just the status quo in half of your women's division. That's just a long time. Nerd Guru says two champions being pinned in one night doesn't sit well with me, but particularly the women's. None of that shit made any sense. Deeb pinning Tony 10 days after winning the women's title is so stupid. The four-way is even dumber. Athena just lost. Uh, Britt lost too. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Why not Serena versus yeah. Tony in, in that sense? Um, yeah. Lasagna Dabby says back-to-back matches where a champion was crowned less than 10 days ago takes a pin. Orange Cassidy suddenly sucker punches people. I thought Vince wasn't booking wrestling anymore. <laughs> I don't have a problem in the world with Orange Cassidy sucker punching somebody. Not not a bit, but the pinning people that just won the title. Yeah, I think that that ideally isn't isn't yeah. the best way to, to go about this. That's something that I would have probably avoided. Brent Lockman says, is Mercedes Martinez hurt? Haven't seen her in forever. Yes, she is injured. Yeah. Brian Danielson defeated Chris Jericho and... I mean, considering how we had to get here, Danielson, I think, had to beat Jericho or Jericho would have had to have been his first challenger after maybe winning the title because Jericho just beat Danielson. Now, Mm -hmm. does this render a lot of what happened at All Out pointless? Maybe a little bit, but they could not have possibly predicted torn triceps, brawl out, all the suspensions, all that. This, I thought, told a fantastic story. Uh, Brian Danielson's leg being hurt to the point where he couldn't do the flying knee. Oh, Jericho's chest got beat to shit to where yep. people were saying, did he tear his pack? Mm-hmm. And he just got the shit knocked out of him over and yep. over again. And then afterwards we get the two BCC members staring at each other. And we've got as big of a TV main event as we've seen oh, yeah. for AEW. John Moxley, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, who is besides CM Punk, AW's biggest draw from a yeah. metric standpoint. Brian Danielson, a WrestleMania main eventer. Yeah, this this is it. And Jericho uh, has been given so much credit by people that I've talked to about being a locker room leader, especially mm-hmm. over the past month. Um, so I mean, I think that this was another big part of it, and. You know what? If you want to have a talent meeting and you don't want the information to leak, you have those three guys leave it. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Because last week when that, that talent meeting happened, I'll tell you what usually happens. When, for example, when NXT held a talent meeting during the pandemic and they said, don't leak to the dirt sheets. By the way, you're responsible for your own medical coverage. They said, wait, you're going to remind me that I'm an independent contractor, but tell me who I'm not allowed to talk to. Yeah. Well, just just say thanks NXT. You got me a half dozen sources that day. Yeah. But when Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Chris Jericho handle a talent meeting, then forego their vacation, then go and beat the shit out of each other on TV, and they say, "Hey, let's keep our dirty laundry in house." Well, you can't look at these guys and say they can't run a target. You can't say no. they've never done anything. They've never been anywhere because they've run ROH and AEW and New Japan, 
and WWE, and one of them's been in WCW. So, I mean, there's not a lot these guys haven't done. The way that these three guys stepped up in the various ways, from the talent meeting to leading by example, the way that Jericho did at that scrum, to uh, Moxley forgoing his vacation, I cannot possibly underscore how important that is in a number of ways. And I thought that this tied it all together and it's about to get a big fat bow put on it next week. Um, yeah, this was great. Um, and it, I mean, I, I, I think, I think Jericho held up his end of the bargain, certainly, but to me, this match was all about Danielson uh, and the way he likes to tell stories. Uh, Danielson is the absolute greatest at making you believe he is seriously injured when he is not. He, I, I'm, I'm convinced he trolls us with that. He does. He knows, very he good knows that it. we have so much concern for him, and he knows it'll I, work. Sorry to interrupt. I would always say he would, like, get barely knocked off the apron. He'd hold mm-hmm. his neck or, like, do something with his head or start shaking like right. he was convulsing. We're like, he's son of a bitch. Um, and also this thing about uh, about um, Danielson is, uh, is that when he hurt his leg, um, the way that he did it was via his own mistake. He tried to suplex um, Jericho from the outside in, which is not a move that Danielson does. That's not a thing he does, but he tried it. And because he tried it, he got suplexed from the inside out and landed badly. That was his own mistake. His own hubris led him to have that potential injury, which is great because he likes booking himself to be a flawed wrestler every now and then because he knows that guy is more interesting as a character than the greatest technical wrestler to have ever lived is a superhero with no flaws. But this guy is a flawed human being who sometimes gets ahead of himself in matches. And Danielson loves to like put things in there like that. And also with the way he was working over his leg, either Danielson comes back from, from, from this thing that he can't come back from his horrible injury. Who's who's, you know, Jericho is a smart enough guy to work on the leg the whole time, which he does. So either he comes back from it somehow and wins, or it's a perfect reason why Danielson loses the match to Jericho. And he books himself into matches with a choose your own adventure built into it. Where like, if this thing happens, then either of these branching things can happen. And when you go down this path, there are all these other branching things you can do. He's a master at st- telling stories in the ring. It's why he is one of the very best to ever do it, if not the best to ever do it. Um, and I, I, I love the way he the way he finished with the label lock where he cranked back on the nose yes. before then locking it even deeper. That was some great shit. Um, I, I'm I'm so excited for Mox versus Danielson. It's it's it is the biggest match that I think they could put on in this place with the people they have out out in in Grand Slam for the biggest crowd. Danielson versus Mox is the biggest match they possibly could do, and and I think this is fine. I still think moxley is winning the match because of all this all the legwork they put in to already have that story ready and in the can for mjf versus mox that's what i think but i think the match is going to be amazing jericho getting his flowers michael key saying jericho life yo brent lockman says i swear he's a walking ad for ddp yoga he's about to be 52 and he's still having pay-per-view level main event matches he's better now than he was a year ago he's better now than when he was during his title reign which is very, very impressive because 
about a year and a half ago, I was like, is he going to start wrapping it up? And then he got in incredible shape and he's having some of the best matches uh, he's, he's ever had. Uh, Jordan says with Jericho beaten, are we done with BCC versus Yas, please? Yeah, I think so. I think with, with the two matches that we saw tonight, vault boy says so excited. AEW is coming to the Pacific Northwest for the first time in January. Mm -hmm. Suddenly I think Brian Danielson might be the favorite to win at grand slam. I don't doubt that he might come back and, and eventually win the title or something, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. But I do think that Moxley, like when, when Bret Hart was like the five time WWF champion, like that was a big thing. When Razor was a four time intercontinental champion, that was a big right. thing. Titles change a lot less often in, well, okay. Maybe not the last month or two in AEW, right, but right. in general, I think back to when Tony bragged before All Out, and he's like, "We're about to have the the most the the strongest roster we've ever had." And then he loses four of yeah. the biggest names. Yeah. And by the way, the undisputed era is gone too, effectively, because right. you got those. And by the way, Malachi Black is gone too. Yep. So yeah. it was such a swing from him thinking that he had the strongest roster to being like, "Um, I'm gonna have to make some shit work." Oh, and by the way, Thunder Rosa's sidelined as well. Ruby Soho just got sidelined. It is it is a, a rough is a rough situation. James says, "What if AEW does Brian Danielson versus Miro at full gear?" I don't think they'll do that. They've been there before. Um, I think they'll probably go with something else if they even know. Right. We got a Twitch bit from the official Misfit who said, "Who let Lars Ulrich, Ulrich from Metallica in the crowd with the CM Punk signs?" <laughs> Like the way they had that whole thing perfectly framed yeah. of Moxley and, and Danielson facing off with that guy right between them with the sign. Uh, Ridiculous. 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 Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch, my friends. Uh, we've got uh, Bill saying, get your scrumptious buttercups ready for Regal. <laughs> and Sawyer says, Moxley just beat a one-legged legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Will Danielson be the second? I think so. I think I think he will. But uh, also, they could play a good story of um, Danielson beating him one legged as well. Jordan says playing off Daniel's history at Grand Slam. I don't know, but do you think they'll do a double KO or a draw? No, they're they've got to they've got to create a champion. They, they got to have a new champion there. And I mean, like they 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 keep they. It, MJF keeps using the language of "I'm going to cash in my chip. I'm going to cash it in." And we're so used to that being the money in the bank briefcase being cashed in. Um, I, I I don't think that it is a uh, a instantaneous. Anytime I want, just bring a ref down and give him give him the chip, and I get a I get a pin the guy. So we'll see where it actually ends up. It's too big of a of a of a moment. MJF beating John Moxley or Brian Danielson. Um, it's too big of a moment for them to not try and book it in a way either to pay-per-view to get buys or to have all eyes possible on the match itself on an episode of dynamite. So I think they'll, they'll build to something, uh, but I, I would be shocked to see it uh, go any longer than uh, December winter winter is coming or whatever they call that, uh, which is in Nassau County, Long Island. Irene says Brian beating Mox to finally get his world title run and allow Mox to go on vacation. Makes sense. Would you build up to a Mox MJF feud without the title? Yeah, I mean, I would because MJF is pissed completely separate of that. Also, I think there's 
there's like some good trolling that Danielson can do. Like I'm about to send you on your vacation type of thing mm -hmm. uh, that, that can work there. I think MJF can make a, a feud with Moxley without the title work. Uh, and maybe it be at full gear, but goddamn, Moxley's got to be there for the Cincy show. Yeah. Tom LaValle says this is for the mods. They are the bosses here. Big uh, thank you to Luis for doing the great yeah. mod work, as well as Zach Schimmel and other people who are moderating right now. Far twenty or Far 5 says uh, MJF versus Moxley at full gear. MJF pushing his agenda until February when he faces Brian at Revolution for the world title. I think it'd probably be at Winter is Coming. When, when are they in Long Island again? That's uh, Winter is Coming. As far as I, as far as I know, they're they're Winter. They're oh, Long wow. Island for Winter is Coming. But what I'm saying is um, that you could have MJF win the title from Moxley early here, if, if full gear, if not earlier than that. If you want to push it to Winter is Coming, do it then. But um, you could then do Danielson versus MJF with MJF being the champion. At, at Revolution, that would be a huge, huge match for them. Um, yeah, I don't think that they've officially announced Winter is Coming 2022, okay. uh, but they have announced that if what will be a few weeks after that is Brian Danielson's hometown, so that's going to be interesting too. Patrick says perhaps Mox gets kayfabe injured, so he gets to have a vacation. Kingston replaces him. <laughs> Wins get the hometown pop. MJF Kingston. Nope, not doing no. that. I, nope. I like, I, I think that it should have been uh, Moxley, or I think I think Kingston should have been in this situation to begin with. Yes, but I don't think that that's going to happen now. No, I mean, yeah, it's it is kind of odd to have um, uh, to have Kingston nowhere to be seen in this particular picture for Grand Slam. Like that that should be kind of against the rules. I think sure. Kingston's got to have a big match there, right? Matthew says you all think. Pressing so hard on MJF Moxley and giving Brian an injury spoils the finals of the tournament too much. Don't we want more uncertainty? Predictable isn't bad if it's good, uh, and not always. I don't always need uncertainty. And again, I don't know that that's gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen there. I don't know necessarily. I I still think that there is uh, that it's it's almost certainly going to be Moxley, and yet. While watching that match next week, I guarantee you they're going to sell me a ticket, Brian winning four or five times because they know exactly what they're doing of how to, how to, how to structure the match to create doubt within it. And that's key. Misfit says, what if AEW doesn't put the title on MJF? Just a thought. Oh, he's getting that title. He's getting that title. It's going to oh, happen. 100%. And he says, Jamie Hayter to beat Jade Cargill. Maybe, but I think right now she's a future world champion. Um, I think that's that's the role. But guys, please leave a thumbs up. I would greatly appreciate you guys doing that. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Just five bucks. So if you're sending super chats here and you don't subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, you're missing out because I do a Q&A show every week. There's Ask Rhapsody. There's a lot over there. So please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Jim City Vinny says, didn't Jay White cut a promo in Kingston? Yes, but... Kenny cut one on Osprey two months before he was coming back. Right. Alex, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, you can find me on Fightful Select doing Sour Graps show, talking about Raw, SmackDown, uh, Tuesdays, now NXT 3.0, NXT White and Gold, which should be one, one really and a half. interesting going forward. 
going forward. Um, so yeah, look, we're looking forward to, to whatever the heck happens over there, but that's a lot of fun. Uh, also my own, uh, personal YouTube channel, uh, you'll find it at Alex Sour Graps, all one word. Uh, and I do watch alongs of the final hour of raw, the main event of dynamite. We have one tonight and also every episode of rampage watch along to get over there. And also, uh, I do gaming streams. We're doing a series right now of the last of us just finished part one. And then we're going to jump into part two very soon. So come over and hang out if you like uh, gaming as well as wrestling. Guys, thank you so much. Um, Brian says, I know it's not a super chat. Where do you get a lot of your shirts? Hope a boy out, please. Anywhere that I can find stuff like Mickey Mouse dunking a basketball or Garfield playing tennis. Um, I go anywhere. The, yeah. These two aren't vintage, but I do go to a lot of vintage stores and stuff like that. Uh, DNC says, Thanks for reading my press co- clash press conference notes. Thanks for everything you guys do. And congrats on 11K. See you on your show, Alex. Well, thank you guys very much. Thanks. Until next time, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.